part four broadcast, 9th April, 2020. And we are continuing with our subject. Lead them out and come out. Ephesians 5, verse 25 through to 27. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that he, she should be holy and without blemish. Now, during this time, there are so many handicaps that threaten to keep God's people stranded, stagnant and going nowhere and at a time when we are actually supposed to be shifting and transitioning to the next level forever. And so this unction and burden is upon my heart to be able to deal with these issues once and for all in our time, because this logjam must be broken once and for all. Jesus Christ, according to Apostle uh, Paul, Jesus Christ, when he died, when he gave himself on the cross at Calvary, he was doing a procedure. He was doing an introductory procedure, but with a purpose and an end purpose in mind. There was an end game, the end game of Calvary, the end game of the crucifixion, the pain that our Lord went through, the burial, subsequent resurrection and ascension, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church. That whole outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church and upon all flesh, leading to sons and daughters prophesying, leading to old men, dreaming dreams and whatever all that there was an end game and the end game was so that christ would present to himself to himself a glorious church after he has sanctified and cleansed that church with the washing of water by the word one of the reasons that I am understanding why God has to release the word in order for God's people not to become victims of this um, global shutdown and lockdowns, but for God's people to enter and occupy uh, and stand in dominion in their rightful places. One of the reasons why we are so passionate about releasing the word right now and the spirit of the Lord is so passionate about this very same direction. It is because the church must be sanctified. The church must be cleansed 
with the washing of water by the word. It's not water from the uh, Ganges, from the river Ganges. It's not water from the Nile River somewhere in Africa. It's not water from the Euphrates somewhere in Iraq. It's not water from the Ohio River in the USA or Mississippi. No, it's water by the word. The, the word is like the water which takes away dirt, rubble, and trash and the stench and the stink from the church. The word must come and the word must deal with certain complex issues and sometimes, you know, some of the dead, it hides itself in dark corners of the church, in dark places, and the word has got to get into so many of these places. Now, I know that sometimes when the, 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 the stench and the stink has been there for a long time, because of the because of you know absence of the absence of the word absence of focus and concentration on on the word it becomes very offensive to to deal with now i think some of uh, you, you you know you would find a very serious temptation i know that there are technological challenges power challenges on our on our phones some people are listening to these messages on their phones so sometimes yeah, it's a challenge to be able to listen to two messages, one message, uh, maybe one message for an hour, unless you are in an office or in a, in a house and you can place your phone. Uh, if you are using a phone, you can place it on a charge. I, I want to appreciate the others that spoke to me yesterday to say they've been you know, gathering these messages into MP3s so that they can play them on uh, in their cars, they can play them on um uh, home theaters and uh, and and various other places that innovation and inventiveness and creativity it's most welcome but the basic thing is that we've got to fight it out we've got to battle out so that the word can come in and cleanse and clear out all the rubble and all the um you know stubble that has been around us and preventing us from doing a complete exodus, doing a complete a complete transition and a migration from stagnant and backward desolate cultures and places, and 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 we must be able to come out. I I I pray that a person like Samson, if he was having not just the spirit but also the word of the Lord the word of the lord he would not have been killed by his enemies he would not have been killed by the philistines one of the big advantages that was given in the blessing of jacob ahead of esau remember both of them were blessed but the other one was made to be having dominion over the other and the secret that i found really in the in the dominion that jacob was given is was that in addition to the blessing of natural material things he was then blessed with the grain and oil which represents the word from grain bread comes the word of god is the bread of life jesus christ himself is the word but also the oil the wine uh, represents the spirit of God. So he was given beyond the physical material blessings. He was also ushered into a realm of the spirit and the word. 
And so, not just the spirit alone, but the spirit and the word. So it is very critical if we are going to have a successful exodus, a successful exit, and a successful jubilee release, which takes us out of stagnation instead of taking this Passover, Pascha, uh, season and month, instead of taking it as a mere time again of doing yet another ritual and then ending with just the ritual of the Holy Communion. And then we say, yeah, it's fine. Uh, then we wait for next year, but still in Egypt, still in the same old systems with no exodus. Remember when the Passover, Pascha, when it was instituted first time in Egypt, the instruction and command was that they're supposed to partake of it while standing they were not seated no one was taking that seated down in their houses they were in their houses but they were standing with their with their stuff in their hand with their belts already tied because after the pascha after the passover there was an exodus there was a practical physical departure from slavery so this must be never again should we partake of pascha Passover, communion, and then we remain stagnant in the same old oppression, in the same old inaccurate uh, bastions of slavery and enslavement. Never again should we operate at that level. We must come to that place where we really, even the Lord himself in the, in the upper room, when he had the last meal with the disciples, you remember, it was very clear, when he finished partaking of the of the lord's supper when he finished partaking of the lord's table immediately he came out there was an exodus they left that room and they went to the to the garden of Gethsemane, and then from there straight away to calvary straight away via the house of Caiaphas, the, the and and the judgment hall and temple and whatever and then straight away to calvary to the redemption of the whole world at the cross. So the, the, the Pascha, the Passover is not to be partaken with a mindset and from a mindset of finishing and sitting again in that very same old corruptible and uh, dead end culture system and, uh, and, and, and blindness where we are going nowhere and we don't care that we have been stagnant for a long time. It must be Pascha, it must be Passover that we can say, I want my country now to come out. My country has gone in circles for too, too long. It might be 20 years in the case of your country. It might be 50 years in the case of someone's country. It might be 90 years in the case of another one's country. It might be two years. But I am saying that as we go through this time around, the word of the Lord must illuminate our hearts. It must lighten up our hearts. Darkness must flee. The spirit of the Lord is already hovering on the planet Earth. But it's not enough to just have the spirit of the Lord hovering on the Earth. Because we see it in Genesis 1 verse 2. The spirit of the Lord was hovering above the Earth. But the Earth was without form and it was void until there was a, a, a speaking of the word. Until there was a proclamation to say, let there be light. And I'm speaking right now in this message to say, 
in your life as a as a leader let there be light i'm speaking and i'm saying in your ministry let there be light the the the, the disorder the the formlessness the void financial void financial formlessness formlessness of having no true genuine deep far-reaching salvation formlessness you know you just do rituals meeting after meeting gathering after gathering for donkey years in some of you pastors you took over from another pastor who is diseased and no longer alive and and and, and then you are just carrying on doing the same thing at the same level that he was and they're expecting different results now that doesn't work we, we now need an exodus yes if, if we if if we worship a living god then right now he must answer right now he must do things that we can touch he must change our uh, you know economic vacuum our economic void must come to an end our financial void must come to an end yes don't just say don't think that these things are useless john 10 verse 10 the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy but jesus christ says i have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly more abundant life is not for some of those people that are controlling the past world that we are coming from abundant life is meant for the saints of god this is time for the saints of god to possess the kingdom this is time for the saints of god to become shareholders in banking platforms of their own in banking institutions of their own in agricultural corporations of their own in health and nutrition structures and programs of their own this is time for god's people to be to be blooming blossoming and yielding almonds i decree and i declare that your rod the rod of your life may become like the rod of aaron which in one night one night one night it it budded bloomed blossoms and yielded almonds by the morning and all the other rods 11 the others were dry but this rod of aaron was unique it had the touch of god it had the it had the responsiveness to the seasons and the kairos time of god so i speak freshness upon your calling freshness upon your ministry freshness upon your future freshness upon your family freshness upon your true purpose that god called you fashioned you for whatever it is and come out of decaying and decomposing systems don't keep yourself locked and dead end in those places connect to the platforms kiam kingdom international apostolic mandate is giving out the word but on the implementation side we have many other platforms that we are positioning people deploying people connect with us on whatsapp plus two six three double seven two four three four one zero four and we must never find you still stuck for christ died for his church that he might present to himself a glorious church there are some who are running around because they have seen the shutdown and they are hallucinating and they are talking they are saying jesus is coming back right now or very soon or whatever 
the timelines, the scriptural timelines that we are given, they don't operate like that. We don't yet have the glorious church. This is why we are releasing the word that the church of Jesus Christ must come out. It must come out of slavery and servitude and stand in a place and position and stature of glory in all things. Glory in terms of spiritual relationship and alignment with God. We are not to be second class and second guest kind of citizens in the affairs of God because we are his real sons in this world. John, the apostle, makes it clear in 1 John 3, verse 1, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we might be called sons of God. The world did not know who we are, and the world does not know who we are, but we are sons of God. The world never knew who Christ was, because if they had known who he was, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And he even goes further, John, and he says, what we shall be and what we shall become is not yet even fully known. But one thing we know is that when he shall appear, we shall be looking like him. We shall be like him. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. When he shall appear. Now, does the church today look like Christ? Far be from it. So he's not coming immediately. We must work on the church. We must take the church out of bondage, of Babylonian systems, of structures that have defaced and deformed the church. Because when he comes, by the time he comes, we are going to appear. When he appears, we will be like him. For we shall see him as he is. We must be looking like him. We must be fit to be his bride. We must not be some misfits uh, of this denomination and that denomination. I'm not saying you will go and delete the, 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 the name of your church organization or ministry, but I am saying that is just an earthly identificational uh, you know, form of identity for point of administrative reference. But beyond that, we are the body of Christ, the body of Christ that must challenge you, that must make your heart to beat and to tremble, and that must make us to repent. The body of Christ, not the body of Methodist Church, not the body of Assemblies of God Church, not the body of Baptist Church, not the body of Salvation Army, no, not the body of seven day Adventists, the body of Christ. Direct connectivity to Christ becoming every joint, joining together, supplying together, supplying together spiritual revelation, economic order, structure, social nutrition, health, recreation communications, entertainment, structures, wisdom, knowledge, the seven spirits of God, counsel, might, the fear of the Lord. These things must be cross-pollinated across the body of Christ. So, gentlemen and ladies, does it have to take coronavirus and a compulsory lockdown and shutdown all over the world for God's word to penetrate these 
four-walled kind of places that have logged out sometimes the word of God from God's people. May God help us. He died that he might sanctify and cleanse his bride, the church, with the washing of water by the word that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Woe unto the poverty that I have been seeing in the church. Over two billion believers in the world. Tell me which part do we have dominion? Where? Operating still like visitors. No glory. Joseph, one man. Genesis 45 verse 13 tells his brothers, when you go to my father, tell him of all the glory that you have seen upon me. And how God has made me father to Pharaoh and Lord and master over all his household. We are coming out of this shutdown to father nations, to father cities, to father communities. To, that has nothing to do with political elections. If we are waiting for elections, we are so backward in our scriptural understanding. We were already elected. We are the elect of God. We must just step forward and father nations. Step forward, manifest the fathering structures over cities. That is why elders in the house of God, fathers, spiritual, neither male nor female, doesn't matter in Christ, it's grace. If you carry that grace, let's come together. Let's build the structures that can father nations. Don't be destroyed by the Philistines, but operating in so much division as churches that we can't even come together. And we continue to be policed because we can't police ourselves. In every city, country, community where there is a lockdown, we don't have to need that police and that army to police the glorious church. No, that it shouldn't be so. We should be having our structures, policing things because we, we are just glorious. We, we should be just the peculiar people above all people. We should be the consultants, the advisors and the solution leaders. So Christ died that the church might come to that place. Now, this exodus, this jubilee that God has brought by force and by fire, the whole church, body of Christ all over the world has brought us into this exodus to come out. And what he's actually doing in this whole exercise is that he is preparing and releasing his word. There were some crowds and masses that were just gathering in church, gatherings and church buildings, but not interested in the word. 
not getting the word, not gathered for the word, but now in our homes, may the glorious church arise. May the glorious people and leaders arise. The glorious business people that are not just bound to a system, but they can, they can serve the people of God, serve nations and deliver them like Joseph did. Glorious leaders from the house of God, glorious leaders from the womb of Israel. May those people be ushered into the earth. May they be revealed on top of the mountains, even as Paul groans and pronounces in Romans 8 verse 19, all creation up to now has been waiting, groaning, waiting anxiously for the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation is not interested in all our church organizations, regardless of how beautiful outwardly they might appear. Creation is not interested. Remember, all of the creation was created before Adam and Eve were created. So they were there when the original mandate of man was pronounced and announced by God. Creation was already there when God was speaking out a blessing upon Adam and upon Eve and saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. Creation was listening. It was a silent listener. Now up to this day, creation is wondering what happened to that blessing? What happened to those people that we saw? Their procreation, pro what, what's wrong? What, what, what happened to the, what's wrong? What, what hijacking took place along the way? And the creation is wondering and groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the, the nature, the DNA, the stature of the people that creation had God announcing in the, in the beginning. When he said, let us make men in our image, in our likeness, Adam and Eve were not there, but creation was already there. Remember, Adam and Eve were established, formed on the sixth day. But prior to the sixth day, God was busy creating things. And these things were already there and those things had. Now, you think that creation doesn't hear. No, creation hears. Ask the tree that was cursed by Jesus and it dried up from the root upwards. Trees can hear. Creation can hear. Donkeys can hear. That's why a donkey heard from God and brought a word of the Lord to Balaam, a human being who had lost his connection and connectivity with God. He had to be instructed and taught by a donkey. How deplorable and how depraved can mankind become? regardless of whatever experience they have had with God prior. So I'm challenging human beings. I'm challenging not just church people. I'm challenging everybody. You were formed in the image and likeness of God to be in his image and likeness. And therefore you must be reflecting his glory, his majesty, his weight, his splendor. And this is how we must come out of this whole episode of the shutdowns therefore there is no big rush 
No big rush about running around and saying, ah, now let's just see Jesus is coming next week or whatever. No, let's deal with the filth in the church. Let's remove it. Let's restore the washing of the water, the washing of the water of the bride of Christ by the word that he might present to himself a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle or any blemish, but that the church should be, the ecclesia should be holy, holy, set apart, separated unto the Lord, not separated unto some idols and demonic temples, such as the temples of the Philistines where Samson died. Don't just think that you are being underpaid. Don't just think that you are being underchanged. Don't just think that you are being denied what you were supposed to become. No, it's not just people doing that. They are behind those people, behind that oppression. There are some evil and dark temples that must fall down during this period as well. And when they fall down, it's your Exodus time to come out. Holy, set apart for God, sanctified and without blemish. And holiness does not mean wearing something that looks like holy only outwardly it means mental devotion spiritual devotion ideological alignment with the ultimate purposes of god on earth for you for others and for everything around us and without blemish so christ died for us for these things to be and we are working on this this is why the fivefold ministry was given to equip the saints for the work of the ministry so i'm encouraging you contact us connect with us on whatsapp plus two six three double seven two four three four one zero four we are broadcasting from kingdom international apostolic mandate World Economic Congress, working together, the saints of God on the spiritual, the economic, the social front, training. We have so many connected and interconnected avenues and ministries. Churches in cities are connecting to this movement and word. Nations, leaders, organizations, there is a place where God is taking all of us so that at the end of the day, it will become the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And there's no mention of your church denomination. There's no mention of my church denomination. There's no mention of my church network or whatever. There's only the mention of the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. And you are my brother, you are my sister. And we have got to reconcile, we have got to talk, we have got to meet face to face, we have got, we have got to synergize, we have got to connect, and we have got to fit where everybody belongs. God bless you when we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. All other things that we were looking for, striving for, will be added to us together with everlasting life combined. God richly bless you. I'm your brother, fellow servant.
That's why I don't major on talking about my name. Major on Christ and his body, which must be manifested in the earth in our time. And his kingdom, whose coming is imminent, is practical, and is not a myth. It's more real than every government and every institution and organization that we have ever seen. And I'm calling on all to connect to this, our God, in Jesus' mighty name. That is why, in conclusion, I want to say to you, they asked Jesus and said, when is the kingdom coming? He said, no, you are mistaken. Your mindsets are mistaken. Because you want to wait for dates and timelines and whatever. He says, in one place, he says, if the kingdom doesn't come with observation, you can't say it's on that corner. Now it's here. No, the kingdom is within you, which means it's you who must do the exodus from the powers of darkness and be translated into the kingdom of our God and of his dear son. Another place, his disciples, the apostles, they asked him in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, they say to him, after the resurrection, they said, will you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Say to them in short, in paraphrased, it's not for you to know the times and seasons. Even the sun doesn't focus on all that. Those things are in the father's volition and prerogative, sovereign prerogative. But you shall be endued with power from on high. You shall be my witnesses. You shall receive power from on high. Shall be my witnesses, witnesses of Christ and his imminent kingdom, which must come from our hearts, our lives, our actions, reformed and transformed into all the vocations, occupations, persuasions that we do. And so the next order, the next order, new world order, post-coronavirus. I plead and I call forth and I sound out the trumpet to say, the saints of God must wrestle so that it, the kingdom of God must be born and birthed in the earth. Kingdom platforms must arise in different corners of the world and they must be stronger than everything that we have ever seen before, but producing righteousness, peace and joy. Nations must flow and they must say, come here, let us go to the house of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways. Nations must ask for teaching and training from God's people. That is why our curriculum as kingdom people must be curriculum for training nations in the new way of life with regards to where we are going now. Can be a narrow-minded church training thing, Sunday school, Father Abraham's stuff, had many wives and whatsoever, what you are talking. We want to talk kingdom stuff right now because the assignment is greater than our former preoccupations and commitments. Seek ye first now the kingdom and his righteousness. Let's connect. God richly bless you.
in Jesus' name. We meet in the next broadcast.